Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Episode 574. Do you want a holly jolly Christmas? Today I want to talk about what we can do to have a little bit more of a holly jolly time this holiday season. Whether you whether you celebrate Christmas or not, this will be applicable to you. In fact, it's applicable to every single person, every parent. We need to be doing more of this and this is what I believe will help us move towards having a bit more of a peaceful time at home with our kids this holiday season and every day of the year. There are certain things we have to do and I believe when we do these we can have a bit more of a peaceful time. Not that we're always looking for peace and I think that's that's something that is um you know we can we can fall into the trap of of hating our life at home unless it's peaceful. And we expect peace and we expect happiness and we expect our kids not to fight and we don't want conflict and chaos and arguments. We have to accept what is and let go of what isn't. Because in not accepting what is happening in each moment, we resist it and we, and to resist something, we push it away. And when we push it away, what we resist will persist. So we have to accept all of it. And yes, of course, I enjoy having a peaceful time versus an argumentative time. Who doesn't? But I have to accept that if somebody is feeling argumentative, then they're going to argue. And if I want to remain more peaceful, then I have to choose not to enter the argument. That's my choice. It really does all come down to our choices and what we want to do in each and every moment. But I want to talk about one thing that is really going to help you this holiday season. And I say one thing, it could take me hours to talk about it in detail, but I'm not going to. I'm going to try and do it in 15 minutes. And I've spoken about this one thing many, many times on the show before, but it's so important. The B word, boundaries, everybody. I'm going to be talking about boundaries. And in particular... I want to talk about boundaries with, in relation to respect and boundaries in relation to meeting our needs. I just did a Facebook Live in my, my parenting group on Facebook, Parenting in the Thick of It. So if you want to pop over there and have a look at it, you'll see me talking about Six things that we need to do this holiday season if we want to have more peace and joy and a holly jolly Christmas. And one of those six things was boundaries. 
And I'd like you to think about boundaries not as rules, not as rigid things that we put a boundary on, but as a means to connect us to our needs. It's a very different way of looking at at boundaries. A boundary connects us to what we need. So if someone is not treating you very well, you have to set a boundary. So think about it. If if an acquaintance of yours, a friend, isn't treating you very well, unless you set a boundary, you're going to be a doormat to that person or you're going to end up going against your values if you are not good with your boundaries with this person. In other words, connect you to what you need. What do you need to do when someone doesn't treat you very well? You have to have a boundary. And the boundary is the difference between what is okay and what's not okay. And we get all caught up in in our boundaries. We know we need them. But let's face it, face it, the majority of us are pretty crap with our boundaries. We let things happen that we know shouldn't happen. And then we say no, no, no to things that actually afterwards we think, why was I so rigid there? It would have been far easier and really not a big deal if I just said yes. So we need to get very clear on what is it we need in any moment and what does my kid need in any moment. Now, boundaries actually create structure. And Madeline Levine, has, has, she's a, an author of two really good books. One's called Parenting Well and one's called The Price of Privilege. And actually, boundaries and healthy boundaries in a home are a very good indicator of a teenager's ability to thrive in the world. Why is this? It's because we all need structure and we have to put boundaries in place to, to create the structure. And when the structure is solid and when we hold the boundary, hold the limit, so the structure doesn't collapse, the foundation is still there, you'll find that what happens is your kids actually start listening to you because they'll know that you say what you mean and mean what you say. And they will stop pushing quite so much. The better we are with our boundaries to meet our needs and meet theirs, the more our kids realize uh, there's no point pushing this because it's not going to get me anywhere. If you've got kids that are constantly pushing you, it's probably because you're a bit wishy-washy with your boundaries, that you're A, not clear, or B, you might be clear, but you might be just end up giving in or becoming a brick wall. And so they push, push, push in the hope that they can make you cave so that they get what they want. So the structure collapses and they need the structure. And they push because they know the structure's weak. If we've not got good boundaries in place, the foundation's not there. It's weak. It's like sand. It's not going to hold strong. You can't build a house on sand. You need cement. You need rock. So the house doesn't collapse. So the structure doesn't collapse. Boundaries are your structure. They are the foundation to parenting well. Boundaries and connection. And both the boundaries connect us to what we need. 
So how can you become better with your boundaries? What do you need to be doing? Where is it in the, in the process that you know you get stuck? You need to really think about it so you get clear on where the structure is either disintegrating or just cracking. Because when you get clear as to what needs to be done, you can hold the structure in place. And as you hold it and it becomes stronger, your kids realize, I can't, I can't knock this structure. I can't push this. I can't push the house over. I can't push the wall down. So it's really important that we become good at holding the limits. When we do this, and we can connect ourselves to what we need, which then connects our kids to what we, they need, then we are going to have a far less conflicting, arguing mess in our homes. So we have to be able to dial out of the drama, dial out of the argument, not take the argument personally, but at the same time, hold the limit. So we, we have to be able to kind of create some space, stand back, hear, see and understand our kids and know that sometimes when we're setting a boundary, it's not what they're going to like. It's not what they want, but it's what they need. Like we, they need their sleep. So we have to help them. And that means setting a boundary on what time they might go to bed. Now, you can set up the conditions that are conducive for them to go to bed and go to sleep. You can't make them go to sleep. But if your structure's there and the routine's there, you're more likely to have kids that get enough sleep. But it comes down to us being able to guide them, us being better with our boundaries. What are your sleep patterns like? I've digressed onto sleep, wasn't the plan, but it's an interesting one to, to think about. I know myself, I really value my sleep. So I am really good with the structure in place to make sure I get the sleep I need. Because it's important to me, and I role model it, and I have, I'm very routined about when I go to bed and how much sleep I get, that's the kind of atmosphere in our home. So my kids are similar. And I've had to help them. I've had to be good with holding limits for them. They've hated me for it. No kid wants to go to bed. The night times are night times way more exciting. They become alive at night, especially teenagers. They're like owls. But during school term, they have to get up at the same time. So going to bed really late doesn't work for them. It doesn't meet their needs. They need their sleep. So, <clears throat> pardon me, we have to, in a nice way, be good with boundaries and hold the limit to create the structure that is conducive to them getting the sleep they need. And we will have to deal with pushback. It might mean we have to put limits on their phone use. It might mean that the gaming station has to come out their bedroom. It might mean you have to have dinner a bit earlier. It might mean you have to be a reminder. There'll be all sorts of things that you might have to do in your role to support your kids 
to create the routine and structure they need to get the sleep they need. It's all about your boundaries and not seeing boundaries as rules, but seeing them as a means to connect us to what we need. And to whatever we need, we need to create structure and routine to make sure we get that. And if every time you're creating structure or there's a boundary in place, but your kids don't like it and they push you and you cave, then it never feels good. There is nothing more exhausting for parents and overwhelming and frustrating than when we're not good with our boundaries because actually what it is doing to us is it is we are being disrespectful of ourselves when we don't give ourselves what we need. Can you see that? Boundaries and respect have a very interesting relationship because when I set a boundary and hold the limit and make sure I go to bed on time and don't watch another episode of Line of Duty or Broadchurch or any of these really good kind of crime shows that leave, leave you on a, on, in such a position you just have to watch the next one. If I'm not really good with that, I'm going to stay up later. So I have to be really good with the boundary to honour my need for sleep. I respect myself too much that I'm going to give in to watch another episode of the show and then stay up too late and then have to wake up at the same time and be a grumpy old bag of a mum. I don't want to do that. It's exhausting for me, literally tiring because I don't get the sleep I need. But knowing I've been wishy-washy with that boundary and I've not given myself what I need, there's nothing worse than saying yes to things we know we don't need. Think about, I don't know, it's Christmas time when I'm recording this. Think about all the Christmas baking. Do we need it all? No, if we keep saying yes to another cookie, another cookie, another cookie, we don't feel good about ourselves. We have to be able to hold the limit and have one and say, one's enough. Or at 10 o'clock or whatever time it is, say, no, one episode's enough or two episodes was enough. But I'm not staying up really late because I'm disrespecting myself. So parents often ask me, or they talk about their kids being disrespectful of a boundary. Someone asked that in the Facebook Live that I just did today. And I turn it on its head and say, if we are respectful of our needs and set the boundary, it doesn't mean our kids are going to be respectful to us. But when we respect ourselves enough, we're role modeling it. And in the event they choose to be disrespectful, we can hear, see and understand them. But we don't have to, be, to, to get all caught up on the fact that they are being disrespectful. If you are respecting yourself enough and your respect cup is full for yourself, when someone else is being disrespectful to you, which you can't control anyway, you're not going to get so wound up about it because you actually know, well, I'm respecting myself. If they choose not to, then that's their problem, not mine. And I'm not going to stand in the face of it. I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to be the punching bag. Yes, sometimes I say we have to be the punch bag and we do. But if we, if we get caught up in seeing that behavior as being disrespectful behavior, then it's going to take us down a road we don't want to be on. But when we actually respect ourselves enough 
then we can face disrespectful behavior by a n other person, our child, our teenager, our partner, a work colleague, anyone, a friend, and see it as their their lookout. I've done my bit. I've held myself with the highest of respect. Just because you aren't doesn't knock me. So we have to be good with our boundaries. Can you see how it all ties together? Boundaries, structure, respect, are to protect what we need. The difference between what's okay and what's not okay. I'm going to have the boundary. And if you want more peace this holiday and more holly jolly Christmas, then have a really close look at your boundary setting skills. How good are they? Are you role modeling it? How much respect do you have for yourself? Do you respect yourself? Because I'll bet those of us who answer, no, I don't actually respect myself, it'll be because you don't have the boundaries you know you quote unquote should have. So it's never too late to start. And this is something that I am going to be going over and over and over next year in my new hot off the press coaching group coaching course that I'm going to be offering. I'm going to be working with a small group of parents for one year. I do four-week programs, six-week programs. In fact, I've cancelled them for next year because I really want to see what happens when parents work with me for a whole year. I know it's what they need, what you need, because then you're accountable. You're accountable for a long period of time to really raise your bar. It takes time to break habits. It takes time to be better with your boundaries. It takes time to start respecting yourselves. And I'm going to be with you side by side, supporting you in a group of like-minded parents who want to raise their bar. Gift it to yourself for Christmas. Gift it to your kids by giving it to yourself. And even better, get a friend involved with you. Get your best friend to do it with you. Can you imagine how you are going to transform over the course of a year If you take this really seriously and you can discuss it all with your friend when you're walking or biking or whatever it is you do together over coffees, you can talk about your parenting, talk about what you're doing well, talk about how you're going to improve, link it to everything we talk about over the course of a year. Boundaries are crucial and I'm going to be talking about boundaries a lot over the course of next year. We're going to meet 16 times for a year and a half, not in the school holidays, no excuses, guys, you will be able to make almost all of them. And even if you can't, you will get the recordings. You're going to get texts from me every week to remind you to keep you in it, hold you accountable so you can raise your bar. What better a gift to give your kids this holiday season? So you have a holly jolly 2022, not just two weeks from the 20th of December till the 3rd of January. You're going to start on the 25th of January. They're going to be on Tuesdays, 1.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. (coughs) Pardon me. And you're going to get so much. If you're interested in it, email me at louiseatyourparentingpartner.com. I've got emails coming in. There are people interested. I'm so excited 
It's going to be amazing and you are going to transform the way you parent and the relationship you have with your kids is going to become so much better. The relationship with yourself is going to become so much better. We're going to be talking stuff way beyond parenting that is really important for us to be able to show up as as aware, conscious, intentional, proactive, positive parents. It goes beyond parenting information. And I'm going to be talking about that. You're going to be so motivated and inspired to be the best version of yourself. I can't wait. Anyway, I've digressed a bit, but boundaries are going to be the backbone for this group for 2022. So if you're interested, if you're crappy with your boundaries and you know you are, join me next year. It's going to be awesome. So send me an email if you're interested. I really look forward to hearing from you. And as always, thank you to all of you listeners. Without you, this show wouldn't be possible. I love chatting to you about different things each week on the show. You can always email me, Louise, at your parenting partner, if you have any questions or you want me to talk about anything in particular. In the meantime, I'm going to love you and leave you. I hope you all have a great week. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, stay safe and think about your boundaries. And think about courage from last week. It takes courage to to be better with your boundaries. You have to be strong. You have to be brave. You have to know what you need and use boundaries to connect you to those needs. So I'm going to go right now. I really am going to go. So thank you so much for listening. Till next time. Bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.